Welcome, and thank you for listening to Sandy Creek Stirrings. I'm your host, Joshua Jimenez. And if you're going to win souls, you've got to love souls. In spite of their meanness, in spite of the way they look, in spite of everything, you've got to seek to bring souls to Jesus Christ because you love them, because Jesus loved them, and because Jesus died for them, and you're trying to bring them to the Son of God. The Bible says in Psalm 84, 11, my last verse, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. I based my whole life on that, that it pays to serve God, and I believe that with all my heart. God has given us a guidebook. God has given us a directional map, and that guidebook, that map, is the precious Word of God. Listen, don't just go and sit in the pew. Find some way to serve and serve as a family. Be a part of everything at church, and when you learn to love what God loves, um, your children will learn to love it as well. Homes are not that spiritually strong. We're getting overtaken by the world quickly, but unfortunately, we're pumping all the sewage in. You know, we're letting the world in when that ought to be a haven. I forgot has become one of the most used excuses in history, probably, but most definitely in the present time. I forgot. Have you heard somebody say recently, well, I forgot. You know, when I was a kid and my dad and mom raised me, they used to hate two phrases, it seemed, above all others. They used to hate when we'd say, I don't know. And then they also used to hate when we would say, I forgot. In fact, my dad would refer when I would say something and and say, "Well, well, I forgot. He would say, that's an invalid excuse. That's an invalid excuse. It's like a double whammy. It does not work. And you know, so many times we want to blame things on our memory. And we want to blame things, well, I didn't do it because I forgot, or I didn't do it because I didn't remember, or things along that sort. And today we're going to solve those issues. Today we're going to help you develop a better memory. It's absolutely incredible what the human memory can do. Did you know that the human mind can... Well, I'm going to have you wait just a second for that, because before I tell you what the human mind can do, let me encourage you, if you have enjoyed Sandy Creek Stirrings, if you have enjoyed this podcast, let me encourage you on whatever platform you listen on to hit that like or that subscribe button, and that will allow others to be able to find this podcast. Maybe even leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Facebook, and if you enjoyed today's episode then let me encourage you to go to our Facebook page, and you can share it to your page. Simply go to Facebook, type in Sandy Creek Stirrings, and there you'll find all the posts for our episodes. Also, if you have a question, don't forget it. Send it right now to Joshua at SandyCreekStirrings.com. Again, that's Joshua at SandyCreekStirrings.com. You say, I don't know what question to send in. That is an invalid excuse. i quoting my father. And uh, no, but send in those questions, Joshua at SandyCreekStirrings. Or you can go to our website, type in sandycreekstirrings.com, and go to the contact page. Human mind is absolutely incredible. Scientific research has shown that the human brain starts remembering things from the womb. Memory begins at uh, to work 20 weeks after conception. It's pretty incredible. Memory 
has two different components to it. It has the short-term memories and the long-term memories. And right now you're probably thinking of that movie where it's all the cartoon where it's all up in the brain. And uh, no, but it's short-term and long-term memory. Most short-term memories only last about 20 to 30 seconds. And of course, the long-term memories, you know, last longer. And, uh, you know, a lot of people say that, well, coffee or caffeine helps my memory. Actually, caffeine does not maintain memory performance. It only increases alertness. You're a little bit more alert when you have caffeine. And here's what's important to memory, and this is why I take such great advantage of it. But sleep is important to memory. Now, scientists in working on this, they don't know exactly how it affects the brain, but it has been shown that sleep aids storage and retrieval of long-term memories. So it helps you to take those long-term memories from the day and to store them and put them away for the future. Now, a lot of people associate memory loss with aging. However, the memory loss we see, and this is not my words, this is quoting from some different websites, the memory loss we see... Um, you know, that we have the older we get is generally because, and as I said, this is not my words. I did not say this. Somebody else did. It's because we see more memory loss when we're older is because we tend to exercise our brains less as we age. Now, as I said, that may not be true of you. That's just like the average American. I did not say that. I'm just reading it from somewhere else. So, um, but that's what they say about, you know, memory loss as you get older. That's why you could find somebody and um, they're they're constantly reading and they're constantly doing things and they're staying active and they're, um, you know, doing things. They, they typically are a little bit better in the area of memory. Now, your memory, and you might already know this, can associate a scent with a certain event or occurrence. A smell can trigger the memory in your mind you are, it's associated with. For instance, my wife has a particular perfume that she used to wear when we were courting, and uh, every time she uses that perfume, I tell you, boom, it's right there, and I just, it. my mind goes back to the days when we were courting. And so your mind does that. It associates scents and smells with certain events and things that happened. There is such a thing as a false memory. Researchers are beginning to understand that the human mind can create, exaggerate, distort, or even reinvent a memory after a traumatic experience or something that impacted them greatly. And so for all you fishermen out there, those are all false memories. Your fish was not that big. And so, you know, the mind is just like any other muscle in the body. It must be exercised. The harder you think about a memory, the more likely you are to remember it accurately. Thinking will create a stronger link between active neurons. And so, you know, we're more likely to remember the information that is provided if it is in a weird, this is just an interesting fact, if it's in a weird, difficult-to-read font. And so that's why when you see big billboards or things of that sort, they'll change the font to try and get you to memorize things. And so, you know, your mind is just absolutely incredible. Some people seem to have better memories than others. For instance, Alexander the Great was able to remember all the names of his soldiers. There were about 30,000 of them. And uh, how he did that, I have no idea. And uh, Mozart was able to play and write down all of the notes from a song that he had heard only once. 
How? I have no idea. Winston Churchill was said to know by heart almost all of William Shakespeare's works. And um, uh, Bill Gates can remember hundreds of different codes of the programming language that he designed. Um you know, there the people have incredible memories. I think of um, Evangelist Paul Swanky, and um, what a great man of God he is. If you haven't heard him preach, you need to hear him preach. But he has memorized so much of the Word of God. He's memorized several different books of the Bible, and I think a majority of the Bible he's actually memorized. I know for a fact to um, had heard him talk about memorizing the book of Revelation, and just an incredible memory, and that's because they're working it. Now, I do believe in many regards uh, having a memory like that can sometimes be a gift, maybe, and uh, but I think most of these people would tell you, no, if you work hard and you work your mind, then you can, uh, then you can have a better memory as well. You know, there was a renowned expert of the human memory, and they said that there were four main reasons that people forget things. And so if you're a person who you say, I forget, or I don't know, there are probably four main reasons that you forgot. And so number one is retrieval failure, also called memory decay. And, um, you know, if you think from that, I mentioned the movie just a little bit ago, but that Inside Out movie that Disney put out a while back, there was a little imaginary character. And uh, in that movie, he died. And, uh, you know, all the emotions were going on in this little girl's head during this movie. And you know what it is, it's it's retrieval failure. Over time, your memory decays, and certain memories that aren't necessarily things that you've reviewed over and over and over again, they're going to die, they're going to fade away, they're going to be gone, they decay. And so often, because we fail to focus on that particular memory for an invested amount of time, uh, they just die over time. So uh, retrieval failures, number one. Number two, we may forget something because of interference. Um, something that blocks our ability or distracts us. Uh, you know, the biggest thing is distractions. And for me, I get distracted uh, relatively easily, and it doesn't take much to distract me. So we have to be careful when we're trying to remember things to not be distracted. The third one is the failure to store. We don't actually store the memory, and that comes down to a lack of focus. You know, it's very important, and we're going to talk about here in just a second how to improve our memory how to get a better memory, how to remember things more, how to improve our memory. And so we'll talk about that. But one of the big things is focus, because if you don't focus on something you need to remember, you will fail to store it properly. And then four, this is what researchers said, four, one of the reasons people forget things is because of multitasking. Multitasking, you know, doing multiple things at one time can be great in many regards. In some, in the area of memory... Mm, it's not always so great. And so there's four reasons there why we typically forget things. You know, we can be a very forgetful people. We can. We can be very forgetful. And, you know, before we get into actually talking about today the practical side of, uh, you know, improving your memory and having a better memory— you know, we're forgetful people not only just physically, but we can become forgetful people as Christians as well. You know, James one twenty five says, if we want to be blessed, it says, But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. 
Now, notice what it says. He said, he looketh into the perfect law of liberty, which is the Word of God, and he continues therein. Why does he continue to do the things of the Word of God and continue to stay in the Word of God? The Bible says right after that, it says, he being not a forgetful hearer. He says he is listening, but he is not forgetting what he is listening. Meaning this, if I can take it a little closer to home, meaning he hears the preaching, but he doesn't go home and forget about it. He hears the preaching or he reads the Word of God and he does something about it. He doesn't say, well, God, I forgot about that. That's an excuse. It doesn't work. It doesn't fly with God. And so there are things within Scripture that God wants us to remember. And in fact, he said specifically, there's a few different things that he wants us to remember. And I'm going to give you just a couple of those today before we dive into how to improve your memory. For for instance, in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 9, God said, Only take heed to thyself and keep thy soul diligently, lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen, unless they depart from the heart all the days of thy life, but teach them unto thy sons and thy sons' sons. You know, God says one of the things that we should not forget. He commands us. He says, do not forget. He said, don't forget the provisions of God. Think about all the things. He's talking, of course, to the Israelites here. Think of all the things that Israel has seen up to this point. Think about it. What have they seen up to this point? They've seen the crossing of the Red Sea. I mean, what an incredible miracle God provided for them. They've seen the crossing of the Red Sea, and then they've seen um, they've seen how God provided the manna. They've seen the, how God provided the quail. They've seen the fire, the pillar of fire and the cloud. They've seen the thunder and the voice of God from Mount Sinai. They've seen the bitter water be turned sweet. And here's what God says. He says, don't forget my provisions. Don't forget how I have provided for you. You know, one of the important things we should do and this is just a bonus tip today, but one of the things you should do, and I would encourage you to do, is to not forget the provisions of God. It's a command, so what can you do about it? You can write them down. In the back of my prayer list, I have a section called blessings, and what I do is anytime I receive something that is an extra special blessing, maybe somebody walked up to me in a, in a church service and handed me a gift card, or maybe they handed me 20 bucks, or maybe my wife and I were praying about a need we had and God provided it. It was a blessing. It was a need met. It was something that, you know, only God could do that. Only God could impress somebody to do that um, for us. And what I do is I write that down. I write that down and remember the provisions of God. There's a, there's a, there's so many things that God has done for me, and uh, I, you know, one of the things that I that I think back to and a blessing that God provided for me was I was getting ready for Bible college, and I don't want to jump the gun, get ahead of my story, won't wow you, but. Um, I was getting ready for Bible college, and, you know, money is a big factor. You need money when you're heading out to Bible college. I remember I opened a letter from a family that was very dear to me and still is at the Winkler Road Baptist Church in Fort Myers, Florida, and I opened it up, and there was $1,000 in cash. That was a blessing. God working and providing for me. I remember one time my wife and I, we were married, and, and we were struggling. Obviously, we were married if she's my wife. And, uh, you know, sometimes you think say things and then think about it, and you're like, that was stupid. And uh, But my wife and I were um, early in our marriage, and we were struggling with a couple of things financially, and we're wondering, you know, how are we going to make it through this week? And we went to the mailbox, and there was a letter with $60 in in the mailbox. You know, that's just a blessing. It's a provision of God. We're commanded to remember those. One of the things you can do 
is write them down to remember them. God says another thing that they should that we should remember is in Deuteronomy 4:31 he said for the Lord thy God is a merciful God he will not forsake thee neither destroy thee nor forget the covenant of thy fathers which he swore unto them. You know we're supposed to be like God are we not? We're supposed to be trying to be Christ like in our life. And if God doesn't forget his covenant, which is what it says in Deuteronomy 4, if God doesn't forget his covenant which, by the way, two covenants within the Word of God, and we'll talk about this a little bit more in depth some other time. But you have the Old Covenant, where God blessed the nation of Israel, blessed its seed, you know, gave the promise to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob that they would be the chosen people. That's the Old Covenant. The New Covenant is, um, though the Jews are still in place, and we'll talk about replacement theology, where people throw out Israel and say, well, no, now now we are the chosen people. No, that's false. And uh, But the New Covenant is that we're not under the law anymore. We are under grace. Um, Romans 6.14 says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. And, you know, we're not—the we're not, law was a schoolmaster. Now we're under grace, getting something we do not deserve. But if God remembers our covenant— then we should remember his covenant with us as well. Remember how, you know, God came and sacrificed himself to give us a new promise and to give us a new covenant anymore. I love that song that says, I'm still amazed. I've never got over that I'm not under the bondage, which is the law of sin anymore. I'm still amazed that Jesus would pay a debt I could not afford. I've never got past that I'm free at last from the sin that made me a slave. And I still feel as much as when he first touched me. Oh, yes, I'm still amazed. Remembering the covenant. Deuteronomy chapter 6, 12, I won't read it to you today, but tells us that we should not forget God. God doesn't want us to forget him. Here's my question for you. How many times have you thought about God today? We get so busy wrapping, wrapping up with, a, with work and with chores and, and with all the different things of life that sometimes we literally forget God throughout the day. Psalm 10, 4 says, The wicked through his, the pride of his countenance will not seek after God. God is not in all his thoughts. Based on that verse, would we be counted as wicked? Because so many times we'll go throughout the day, and we won't even have a thought of God. We'll read His Word in the morning, but we don't think about Him the rest of the day. My friend, we should not forget God. Deuteronomy 8.11 says we should not forget to keep the commandments of God. To keep the commandments of God. And then um, Deuteronomy chapter 9 and verse number 7 tells us that we should not forget where we came from and the fact that we are sinners. Here's the deal. At best, we are saved sinners. That's the best we are. At the very best is we are saved sinners. It's time we stop getting so full of ourselves and come to a grip with what we truly are. Yes, Jesus washed away our sins, but we were still sinners. We, by the way, we still sin. And you know what? We need to remember where we came from. We need to remember that we were sinners, we're saved now, but we are still sinners. And you know what that would cause us to do? That cause us to say amen more? Come on. It would cause us to say amen more. It would cause us to use the altar more because there's things we got to get right, things we need to confess. And then it would cause us to witness more. 
Because if we're sinners, other people are sinners, and people who are not saved sinners are going to go to hell. So it causes us to witness more. You know, Satan wants to destroy your memory. Satan wants to destroy uh, the thought of God in your mind. And so Satan wants memory, your memory to decay and keep you from investing amounts of time with God. Satan wants to run interference and distract you and keep you away from God. Satan will try to get you to not store the memory. He'll get you to focus on something else. Satan will keep you busy multitasking in a busy world. Remember those four reasons we gave people forget something? Satan wants to major in that so you will not remember God. And so your memory is important, not only as a person, but as a Christian as well. So here we go. How can you improve your memory and keep from forgetting? How can you improve your memory and keep from forgetting? I'm going to give you a few practical things today. Number one, one of the best things you can do to improve your memory and to help you not forget things is, number one, create a list. Create a list. If you have something to do, if you've got a bunch of things to do, write it down. Get a notebook, get a pen, get a piece of paper, and write down what you need to get done. So I don't necessarily care if you grab a a pen and a piece of paper or if you go in the notes section of your phone and copy something down. The important thing is you have it somewhere where you can go back and it will keep you from forgetting. Teenagers, if your parents tell you something to do, write it down so you won't forget. Uh, Employee, if there's something your boss wants you to get done, write it down so you won't forget. Um, Assistant to the pastor, Youth director, if there's something your pastor wants you to do, write it down so you won't forget. So I don't care if you use a a pen and a piece of paper or if you use a, a phone in the note section, whatever it may be. Here's the deal, though. The shortest pencil is longer or is better than the longest memory. The shortest pencil is better than the longest memory because if you write it down, it will last. It will stay there. And so this is important whether you're at work whether you're improving your relationship with God. Remember, we talked about writing down the provisions of God and also for hiding His Word in our hearts. It's proven that if you write something down multiple times, just over and over and over and over and over again, that you'll remember it. That's why back in the day, a teacher would make a kid go up to the blackboard and write 100 times, I will not talk in class. Not only was it a punishment, but number two... It helped them to remember, I will not talk in class. And so create a list, write it down. Number two, to help improve your memory and keep from forgetting, number two, take advantage of technology. Take advantage of technology. There's all kinds of apps and notifications um, that you can have to take advantage of technology. Um, In the area of being a Christian and not forgetting, I recommend get a Bible app so you can read and look up things on the go. Do not replace your Bible for a phone Bible. Do not do that. You don't take your phone to church. You take your Bible, but I think you can take advantage of the technology in your walk with God by allowing you to have the Bible with you no matter where you are. And so one of the ways you can do that is take advantage of technology. Use it to help you get up earlier. There's great alarm uh, apps you can use. Use it to 
uh, remember something. You say, hey, Google, remind me at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning I have a meeting with so-and-so. Learn to take advantage of the technology. Technology can be used for both good and bad. But here's the deal. It depends on how you use it. So learn to take advantage of it. One of the ways you can take advantage of it within your Christian life is you can listen to things. And by the way, you listen to things, you repeat what it says, it'll help you to remember things. So if you're trying to learn and maybe memorize some scripture passages, one of the things you can do is write it down over and over and over again. Then you can listen to it and repeat after it. You can do that by taking advantage of technology and listening to it on the go. And so there's a lot of different things you can do to take advantage of technology. Number three, stop multitasking so much. Now, I know that seems like, but I thought we're trying to multitask more. It depends on what it is, but most of the time you need to try and focus on one thing at a time. Get one thing done at a time. Stop multitasking so much. It's okay. Focus on one thing, especially if it's important. If it's important, stop and do that. Focus on that. If your boss is telling you something that needs to get done, stop thinking about all your other tasks and just stop and focus on what he or she is saying. Stop and focus on one thing. And purposely put that in your mind. You know what? I need to stop and I need to focus. Number four, here's what you can do to improve your memory and help you to keep from forgetting things. Number four, repeat what someone else says out loud. Repeat what somebody else says out loud. One of the best things you can do in your Bible time, if you want to remember your Bible reading, is to remember, or remember, is to read the Bible audibly, out loud, to yourself. So one of the best things you can do is to read it out loud. And so that's why it's important to have a prayer closet, a quiet, private place you can go to for your morning devotion time where you can read out loud. It'll help you to remember more of your Bible time. If somebody says something, if your boss says 9 a.m. tomorrow morning, we have a meeting, say 9 a.m. tomorrow morning, we have a meeting. Now, don't be annoying. Don't be a copycat. Don't say everything he says out loud, but learn to repeat things out loud when you can because it'll help you remember. Number five, look at the smaller details. Look at the smaller details. So when you come to your Bible time, if you want to remember more of the Bible and remember more things about God's Word, one of the things you should do is learn to study out your Bible more in detail. Study it out more in detail. So go deeper. Uh, If there's a word you don't understand, look it up. Find out what the meaning is. If there's a name and you're like, that name, God put it right there in that chapter. I don't know why God put that name there. I did that this morning with Isaiah uh, chapter 7 and chapter 8. Isaiah had two sons. And I thought, you know, why would God list their son's name right there? You know, he could have not listed it and I would have never known. It probably wouldn't have mattered. God listed it for some reason. I looked them up. And they had prophetic reasoning behind the definitions of their names. And you know what? Now I remember a little bit more about what I read this morning. And for the future, I could pull things out of those chapters because I went into more detail in my Bible meaning or Bible reading. And so wherever you're at, if you want to improve your memory, look for the smaller details. If you parked your car in a parking lot and you want to remember, this is a big parking lot, where did I park my car? What do you do? You look for the smaller details. Okay, is there a light post around here? 
boom, there's a light post. Does it have a sign on it? Oh, look, that light post has a big number six banner hanging on it. What did you do? You improved your memory by finding the smaller details. Finding the smaller and looking for the smaller details helps you to be able to remember more things. So learn to look at the smaller details. Number six, be organized and have a plan. Be organized and have a plan. And so if you have a plan for something, you will remember it. That's why I encourage, I talked about this just a couple episodes ago in Tips and Wisdom for um, Assistant to the Pastors. I talked about um, them having some sort of planning, whether they use an app or a software or a calendar or something, but learn to plan out their weeks. If they've got a big event coming up, plan it out. If you have something you need to get done, learn not only to write a list about it, but to plan on it. That means you put a time to it. You know, I need to get the I need to get the laundry done. Okay, I'm going to do the laundry on Tuesday and I'm going to start at 8 a.m. Have a plan and it will help you to stay organized and help you not only to stay organized but to improve your memory. For instance, George Washington prayed at the same time every night. It helped him to remember to be a man of prayer by simply having a plan and being organized and saying this is the time when I pray. This is my plan, and it helped him to remember to be a man of prayer. Number seven, learn to take notes. And this is the last thing we'll talk about, but if you want to remember something, take notes. You want to remember the message from Sunday night? Take notes. You don't take notes, I guarantee you two weeks from now you won't remember. You just won't. So learn to take notes. One of the big things I'd tell my employees is if I have a meeting with you when I was a manager, I would tell my employees if I have a meeting with you, and it's something important, you're probably going to want to grab a pen and a piece of paper and take a couple notes because forgetting is not allowed. You're not going to forget. So it's important to learn to take notes and take notes about everything. You had a talk with your wife and you need to adjust some things, write it down. You had a talk with your boss, you need to adjust some things, write it down. You had a talk with your pastor, you need to adjust some things, write it down. Learn to take notes. That way... When we're tempted to say, I forgot. Well, we didn't because we had a plan in place and we improved our memory. So let's stop using the excuse of I forgot. Let's just not forget. I hope this episode was a blessing to you today. Hope it helps you to improve your memory. My friend, if you enjoyed today's episode, share it with somebody else or send in a question at joshua at sandycreekstirrings.com. Until next time, keep looking up and keep stirred up for the cause of Christ.